You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got the stopwatch going, 15 minutes. Uh, we don't hit the ball in the backswing. So the backswing's not important. Yeah, true or false? I think it's, <laughs> well, so a lot of people would say that's true, but, it, you know, the more you teach golf, like I've been at it for 20 years, I think combined with over 30, Mike and I teaching golf, and the, you know, the more we do it, the more you realize that the, the most important things happen in the setup in the backswing. It's like if you can't get those going back in a way that benefits you, you're, you're swimming upstream basically if you're just trying to fix impact. It's, almost, it's nearly impossible just to fix impact. It's such a fleeting moment in time. I, th- I think there's some merit in where that saying comes from, that you don't hit it in the backswing. One, because it's true. We don't hit it in the backswing. But mm-hmm. there's an idea that if you just look at a golfer, right, and you're looking at him from face on, and he starts at address, which is pretty close to where impact happens at, right, down there by the ball, and the golfer wheels the club up to the top of the swing, that that's half of the swing, and then the downswing is the other half of the swing. Right? It makes sense visually. You got, you know, you basically a circle. Half that circle is the backswing. Half that circle is the downswing. That gives you half the swing to get everything right but that's not the reality of the, of the situation. At the top of the swing, that's 75% of your golf swing is done. So mm-hmm. practically speaking, you can't just say 75% of anything you do is terrible and we'll use that 25% to really take care of it. But it's, yeah. it's, it's not even that simple because out of that 25% downswing, the bulk of that is from the top to left arm parallel. So you really have next, you have 0.08 seconds from left arm parallel, which still has the club way above your head to impact, to sort of make up for all these sins that happen in the backswing and the first part of the downswing. And it's just not doable. Yeah. If, if, (laughs) if you're thinking it's only about impact or nothing else matters except impact, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's wrong. I mean, obviously impact is important, but you can't just place the club impact. You have to have so many things working correctly, especially down to that left arm parallel spot. Because once you're down, you're in there, you're kind of locked and loaded. Um, you can try to make a bunch of compensations. Obviously golfers do that, but it's never going to be consistently solid. If you're off track, once you're in that kind of, um, we call it kind of hitting platform, like left arm parallel, you've only got 0.08 seconds. It, it, it's not much time from there. You better have things in a pretty good spot now. And to get them in a good spot, you need to have things pretty well organized going back. And you need to have a decent setup to the ball. I mean, we were talking about it the other day in, in our um, private forum on Facebook with our members. 
you know, it, everything you do matters. So if you set up with a, a massive arch in your back or you have like kind of a rounded, overly rounded upper back, like C posture, S posture, that, that affects how you take the club back and that affects a downswing and that affects impact. So you can't just say impact is all that matters. No, and it, it would be cool if it was because we would just start from the top and come down. Yeah. Right? You remember the Swing of the Future? Remember that magazine cover? You know, now, I won't uh, say anything bad about that because he had a lot of stuff right. He he said start at left arm parallel on the backswing, then finish. Yes. He was ahead of his time on that. Yes. But we no one has done it. No. But I, I tell you what, there's one guy that does that pump at the top, yep. Victor Hovland. yep. yep. That's interesting to me. He's he's the closest thing I've ever seen to like, okay, let's get it here and then go. Yep. He kind of puts it up there and then he stops and he pumps it again and goes because he wants to make sure he gets it, I'm assuming, where he, he puts it in a better spot or he thinks it more in better. He actually says he hits spot. it farther from there, which is fascinating. It is. But, but you know, it's like anything else. It's the backswing, you think of it as like a counter movement. It's your, you know, it, it'd be like saying the release point in baseball is the only thing that mattered and the windup didn't matter. Have you ever played pool with a really good, like a legitimate professional pool player? No, I haven't. It's it's a different animal. Like they're three, four balls ahead, right? They're yeah. always setting up the next run of balls. And when I play, I don't, I don't want to play with anybody like that. No, or when I play <laughs> and you play, I'm just focusing on trying to get the next color in the hole and then, yeah. then worry about the next problem after that. I'm trying to figure out which of my stripes are solids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's how that's how golfers approach the golf swing, right? Like the amateur pool players. Like, all right, I'm just trying to make this downswing work somehow, and I'll worry about you know whatever. But the pros, they they've got the backswing. They they're thinking ahead. They're using the backswing to set up the downswing that they want, not mm-hmm. just ignoring the backswing to try to get the downswing that we hope. And if there's one, you know, having looked at all this 3D data and the pressure plate data, and we get to see the timings of all these movements, if there's one kind of general bucket that you can throw different players in, you've got a bucket over here that's that does work early in the golf swing, less work in the downswing, and then another bucket that does more work in the downswing, less work in the backswing. You're going to put the pros in the bucket of doing more work in the backswing earlier, less work late, all the amateurs are going to be over here in this bucket of doing very little work early in the golf swing and trying to do a whole lot of work late in the golf swing. And you get two drastically different results. Hey, explain what you mean by uh, the tour player doing more work early in the backswing, just so they're clear on that, because I think that's a good point. There's more shifting happening early in the backswing, like real early in the backswing for most golfers. There's recentering that's happening before the club reaches the top. Then there's Mm -hmm. a shift happening in that first half of the downswing, but by left arm parallel. So there's a shift away, a recenter, and a shift forward really before the club really starts picking up any speed, that left arm parallel. That's not even talking about the rotational aspects or those other aspects of it. Then that's what the pros do. Then amateur-wise, you have very little shift off the ball or a whole lot of shift off the ball, no recentering. And then no lateral movement shift forward until late in the downswing. So after left arm parallel. So they're, they're, that's a great point. So they're trying to get all of those things that you want done before left arm parallel done after left arm parallel when there's 0.08 seconds to do it in. Something's going to be missing. 
Usually yeah. several things are going to be missing. One of them is where the ball, where you want the ball to go. Yeah, and, you know, we always say it when we're talking to our members on the, the forum. It's like, you know, put first things first. I mean, you let's say with our system we have checkpoints we like we like to see and then windows to keep to keep the club and the body in just to have some structure and you know if you're if your shaft parallel on the downswing is off track let's say right before impact and you don't like where your body and your club is you can't just fix that spot you've got to figure out two or three links back in the chain usually on the backswing is why the club is off track there it's how it goes into the top is affects 100% how it comes out of the top. I mean, it's, it's why we created the swing system, right? We've Mm -hmm. taught, we've taught with that swing system since we started AMG. Mm -hmm. We haven't put it on video until January because we Mm -hmm. had the private Facebook group, because we have the, the AMG all access and we were helping guys with their swings and nine out of 10 swing questions were, I'm struggling with impact. I can't get enough shaft lean at impact. I'm working on this drill at impact. And there were seven things before the club even changed directions that were really keeping them from doing that in the yeah. backswing. Like people get the impact they have because that's what they have to do to hit the ball. That is nail nail on the head right there. No you're one doing everything you're doing. You have to do it. You have to do it. No one sets out to flip it. No one sets out to stall their pivot. No one sets out to lean the shaft backwards. You do those things because you have to do them to hit the golf ball. You can't just say, go to the top. I'm leaving my arms up and rotate hard. And then when my hands go straight out, which they do when you do that move and okay, I'm just going to keep rotating from there. No, you're going to stall your rotation, drop the club under late, and try to hit the ball and you're going to lose all those angles because that's what you have to do. So it's the concept and the idea of everything that leads up to that point where you make the change at. That's where your biggest bang for your buck, so to speak, is going to be. And that's where you need to look to make these changes. Not at that point, zero, 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 four seconds of impact. You're not going to fix that. Yeah. And we were talking about, you and I were talking about this the other day, you know, when, when you're working on your swing, you know, we like to look at, okay, you know, what's, what's the body doing in the backswing and what's the arms and the club doing kind of separate it that way. And what we find interesting is, you know, we have almost a billion dollars in our 3d tour database for gears. Like I think it's 800 something million or whatever it is. Um, the very of, of, similar, let's, let's be clear of yeah. money. They've won, not money that we have <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a bank vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, we would be good doing this from a completely different location if that was the. We case. might not even be doing this. <laughs> I think that's more the reality of it. <laughs> so, what we find is looking at all these players that have won all this money, is they move, they move the body very like. Let's talk about the hips. Very similar. Like like let's just say back because we're talking about the backswing. They all pretty much move it the same. Right, you see different swing, you know, you got some furics and stuff like that. But the if you're looking at the pelvis motion, there's not that many ways to do it. I mean, the guys just don't do it that. Not that many good so, ways to do it. Yeah, if you're outside of the, we call them windows in our swing system. If you're outside the window of how the lower body moves on the back swing, that's something we're gonna fix first. Yes. That's 
that's the foundational movement and that affects how the arms and club move too and it's chicken and the egg you might be doing something with your wrists and arms that affects and everything else but the you know we like to teach from inside out like you know get the body moving correctly then figure out how that affects the arm and the club and if you can if you're making a motion in your lower body on the back swing that's outside of the window we're going to fix that because that's going to cause you so many problems on the downswing and, and let's just say laterally let's say you have a big three, four inch or three inch sway on the backswing and you stay on your right foot or your trail foot the whole time all the way to the top. No good player does that. So you're going to struggle because your brain is going to try to figure out a way to put the club on the ball and hit it to the target. And you just can't do it effectively from there. Once you start moving the club, it's not going to stop. So you've got that. We all have that time constraint in the golf swing. We all have about one second from the time you pull it off the ball at address to the time you strike it, we're all playing with that one second. Because that club, once it starts, it doesn't stop. So if the body's not doing much early, the club's going to get out, time-wise, going to get out moving ahead of what the body's doing, and you just can't, okay, I'm going to pause the club and get my body in position. It doesn't happen that way. The club's always going to win that race, and it's always going to make some attempt to put itself on the ball. And we see a lot of really contorted, manipulated moves that need to be done to make that happen because that first half of the golf swing just wasn't done efficiently. Yeah. And you know, I, I um, I got a couple stories. I don't know if we got time. The first one's with, with, you know, working with, um, I have a lot of Doug stories cause we spent a lot of time together. He stays at my house when he comes into town <laughs> to work on his swing. So, you know, Doug comes in and, and he's, um, he's swaying his hips to the right and kind of keeping that right hip high the entire downswing um, and spinning the hips out of the top. But the main problem was the backswing. I mean, the the fix for him in this moral to this whole story here with him is that even with good players, it's, it's a back, it's usually a backswing problem, especially with good players, right? It, they're so athletic on the downswing. All I had to do is give him a cue. Okay. This is needs to be a little bit different. Here's what we see on gears. This backswing needs to be a little more rotary and less lateral. And bam, I mean, he took that to the races. So it, it, no matter what level you are, it, it's it's normally set up backswing. Like even in the tour range, you see the guys have uh, sticks down on the ground, ropes for alignment. I mean, they're getting set up correctly so they can make a good backswing. Yeah. Right? I mean, it all, it, this whole idea of impact's the only thing that matters. Mm, I, I'm not buying that. Who's the, who, what's the swing you really admire out there on tour that everybody would recognize? I like Adam Scott. Okay, so that's a perfect example. Let's take him about as classic as an example as you can get in the modern golf swing. It's just plain vanilla, right? Just, Nothing crazy yeah, going pure, on. Just, and he wins still. Yeah. If he could putt, he'd win everything. All right, so you take that swing, and you have him line up like the average 15 handicapper lines up. And grip it. And grip it like a 15 okay. handicapper. The same, the same setup. The, the same setup yeah. as a 15 handicapper. Yeah, and have him do that every golf swing he takes for three weeks. You would that would not be a recognizable Adam Scott swing. He would pay off the tour. Yeah, well, for, forget tour. I'm just talking about that would <laughs> not be recognizable because he oh, would no, have he, to he change so many something. things. Yeah. to hit it yeah. back to the target wherever that target was relative to his setup that he it would not look like Adam Scott swing anymore. 
I think Harvey Pennick said that in his book, but he used Al Guyberger, who had a great swing, yeah, by the way. One of the he best. He just said, if you gave him a bad grip, you wouldn't talk, you wouldn't be talking about Al Guyberger anymore. <laughs> He's got one of my favorite grip quotes, Harvey Pennick's like, you do not want a good swing with a bad grip. <laughs> That's it. And, and you know, easier people say, well, you can grip it anyway. Yeah, but you know, inside the grip, when you open the hands, no. the club has to be in a certain spot. And you know, we'll do a grip. We'll actually do a grip episode. Just kind of where the glove, where you're wearing holes in your glove is very telling, by the way. Yep. Not that we're going to talk about that today, but anyway. All right. That covers this one. Um, the general idea is if you're having a problem with impact, don't try to fix impact. Look back earlier exactly. in the swing to where that issue's showing up at. And that's where you're going to, and preferably look in the backswing for where that issue starts because that's going to be your, the club's moving the slowest, the body's moving the slowest. That's going to be your biggest bang for the buck to making that correction. You will see the benefits of that downstream in the downswing uh anything else we need to add sean no well like we always say if, if you're enjoying these and you're and you're getting some benefit out of them please share them with your your golfing buddies unless you don't want them to know about them so they don't get any better but <laughs> depends on do, how much you're playing for yeah send send them over to them share them uh we're trying to help as many golfers as we can play better and you guys can help us do that guys appreciate all the listens you're giving us and uh we enjoy doing these we'll see you on the next one Thank you.